plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. So last week we talked about sequence risk and liquidity risk. Yeah. And when you come into the office, these are the topics that we start to have a discussion about. These are the unknowns that you have to try to put some strategies in place to say, hey, what if this happens? What if that happens? Sequence risk. Does, does this take a long time? No, you know, for me to sit down and talk to you. No, you're, you're there for about an hour. Okay. If you come in and we send you a sheet as to what we expect you to bring. So you do that ahead of time? Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay good. Yeah, okay. because you want to make their time efficient along with our time. Sure. And then you're not just sitting there, you know, wasting time because people are busy these days. Yeah, I got it. Some of the other risks that we put into the play of creating your strategy and your plan for retirement mm-hmm. Sequence risk, liquidity risk. The other two key ones are market risk mm-hmm. and then inflation risk, inflation, deflation. So market risk is basically the risk of market going up and down with cycles of the economy. Got it. That, that's just kind of the normal market risk. It's built into the pricing of the markets. It's tied with various factors within the market. Systemic risk is which is the basic uncertainty that the market holds, and that's normal. That's a constant. That's a constant. Okay, got it. That's a constant. Got it. So you'll have risk, though, also due to political outlooks. So we're entering into that. Oh, yeah. But that gets tied to planning, and that gets tied to timing. Because one of the key components when you're planning for retirement is the unknown. So you have to try to, right? Yeah, what so, my costs are going to be, what my tax situation is going to be. Correct. Yeah. And, and when am I going to retire? Yeah. And what happens to the markets? And we talked about that last week. So mm-hmm. if you know, I go to retire and the sequence of events for the next two to three years are negative, then I better have planned for that because if I didn't, my income plan is going to change dramatically that I'm trying to rely on to yeah. live on in retirement. And I may have to you know, if I didn't take those whole ideas into play, mm-hmm. I may have to go find a part-time job. And I'm not sure that's necessarily what everybody wants to do. Some people do, some people don't. Hi, I'm Steve Davis. Would you like fries with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah great. <laughs> What's that, two all-beef patty special yeah, sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. See, hire this guy. We know a guy at McDonald's. Yeah. You know? So political risk is part of the equation, and it's a it's always a question mark as to what's going on, especially as a global economy. So you have to worry about other political factions going on, not just within the United States, but also outside the United States. Mm-hmm. Expansions are part of everyone's look forwards. So you know, you're looking at new tech, solid economic outlook. These can all lead to healthy things. But recessions are definitely part of Economic Why did you say cycles. but? You had me up until you went <laughs> but. Because uh, recessions are, have uh, been part of healthy market right. cycles. And recessions or pullbacks or corrections, you know, they're there. We've, we experienced them in, two, you know, look at October, November, December of 18. We mm-hmm. kind of had some pullbacks in the market. Right. Part of Nothing's always perfect, especially when it comes to the market. And that being said, you know that nothing's perfect. And you know there's all these potential risks. 
you have to position yourself when you're building your portfolio to say, I'm willing to take that loss over a short-term period, but I know historically, long-term, I'm going to get these types of returns if I stick with my plan. I have a question. What is it? What's short-term? Short-term in the markets? You said, I'm willing to take these hits for a short-term. Well, if you look at the- Is that two months, two years? What are we talking? Recessions, pullbacks. You're looking at a time frame of- 18 months. Yeah, 18 months, two months. So that's what you're calling short-term? Yeah, short-term. Okay, okay. Because if you look at historical economic cycles, you'll get a shorter period of contraction in economics and a longer expansion. Right now, we're in a large expansion period. Got it. Okay. So you have to understand building your retirement plan takes those things into account and don't make the move of trying to tie markets and say, oh, I'm going to buy, I'm going to sell and try to manipulate what your portfolio design is based on your risk profile. Then you decide, hey, you know what? I hear the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get out of it. Oh, nope. It's back up. I'm going to try. Now you're starting to try to time things. No one ever wins when you try to time the market. Mm-hmm. So you already build into your retirement plan the fact that this is your risk profile and you're willing to take a loss of a certain amount and stay within a certain range. And so you try to build that plan to do that. That just makes your whole planning strategy a lot easier to put together. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Depressions, so recessions, you know, they're, as I said, healthy. If we get into recessionary or, or actually depressions, which are prolonged recessions, more than two quarters long, okay? Okay. 2008 and nine. You mentioned those time frames, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that, uh, you know. Yeah. It was a rough period, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you stayed the course and you were properly aligned with your risk and you understood to diversify and not have all your eggs in one basket, you probably fared pretty well during that time. But if you had all your eggs in one basket and everything was one place and you took a 40 or a 50% hit, that was unsettling. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That was unsettling. So that whole point is don't have all your eggs in one basket. Know what all the different strategies are that are out there to build a retirement plan. And you've hit on it. You, you know, you have an annuity, right. you have money in the market, you have money in checking and savings. Mm-hmm. You want to have those m- monies in different places that, for you, build your retirement plan and make you comfortable, Peter. And I have, this is going to fund my retirement, Hogan's Heroes trading cards. You do? Yes, I do. Sitting in the safe deposit box. Those things are, uh, I've got, I don't know, like 35, 40 of them. Really? I, I don't have the complete set. I didn't even know so, that. Kenneth Washington or Ivan Dixon? Ivan Dixon. Okay, thank please. you. Please. All right. Um, those, <laughs> things, those things are between $100 and $300 a card. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, they're just sitting there. So it's like, okay. So, you, yeah. It's another envelope. It's another, know, it's another, another it's basket. A, it is another basket. That's what I'm you know, a lot of people use their primary residence as a basket for retirement and think, you know, I'm going to sell my house. I don't owe anything. You have to remember, you're going to move somewhere else and you're going to have to use money and you don't want to establish okay. more debt. Okay. Speaking of that, something we, we haven't talked about, primary residence, there's been a push for a few years now, reverse mortgage. Oh, yeah. Is that good or bad for my retirement? We'll segment that that whole topic into another. I complete, think we should. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, we'll I, I think there are people that think, I'm getting free money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, so don't look at it as, 
it's the panacea. This is going to get me out of trouble and fund my, don't jump on that. Yeah. One of the most important things that I can emphasize to people in building retirement plans is understanding their risk. True. Because if you took a 40% hit in 2008 and you had all your money in the, in, in the market and mm-hmm. all your eggs in one basket, yep. okay, the return on that 40% drop to get back to where you were, you need a 66.78% return. That, so your money has to work harder. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of things we try to pound into people's heads when they come into the office. It's not always about the kill. Right. Okay. We want to build plans that get decent returns, but we also try to plan and focus on the downside because the markets will always have a downside and we try to help soften the blows so you're in a proper place that you're not going to take the full brunt of a full market correction. Yep. Yep. That's part of the plan. And if you're not doing that, you're going to get caught off guard like a lot of people did in 2008 and nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So understand the effects of market loss. Okay. Understand what your comfort level is as far as losing. You have to think that way. And that way you're not making knee jerk reactions saying, okay, well, the market's down. That's still within my comfort level. Yeah. I'm not retiring for another four or five years. I'm not going to worry about this. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I need you sitting on my shoulder. I need that little voice. <laughs> you do. Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, don't do. stress. Yeah, you I do. know. You do. And we field those phone calls. All day long. Okay. Inflation. Yeah. Yeah. We so, don't have it, do we? Nah, nothing exorbitant. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Okay, good. Uh, you know, we look at this, uh, you know, U.S. inflation calendar, which I always get a giggle at. 2019, it said it was 2.3%. Mm. Um, average inflation over the entire 2019 was 1.8. Oh, wow. Okay. But you have to have that built in. In other words, inflation can eat away at people who get too cautious with their money and place it in a savings account. And I get it. You just don't want to see it. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. Right, right. You know, look for other alternative investments where you can do the same thing if you don't need the money short term. Because if you put, let's say $100,000, 1% interest, but you have two or 3% inflation, you're actually losing money. Right. Okay. Right. Your money's losing money. Yep. When it comes to understanding how much you should have set aside, that's a conversation we have with each couple or each individual person. And that's determined by their lifestyles, you know, what their habits are, what their expenses are, you know, cash emergency. Mm-hmm. You want to have that part of the equation, but you just want to try to be more specific with that and not leave too much money on that side of the equation that's not earning any interest over time. I still have a whip inflation now button from like 1975, yeah, what 76. Infl- what was inflation at that point in time? I don't remember, but it was. I remember what the interest rates were, what, 15? Oh, yeah, yeah. 12, well, those were huge. The, but but it was Jerry Ford pushing. We had the, the wind buttons, whip inflation I now. Don't, yeah, that's but, interesting. Yeah, but I don't remember what. Six percent inflation, five percent. I don't remember. What I don't it was. remember what it was. Um, I was in seventy-five. Yeah, in high school. So look at things can happen. Fixed income people who are on pensions, Social Security. You have to understand that in pensions tend not to have inflationary bump ups. Social Security does. So you're are you collecting now? No. No. Okay. 
people who are collecting Social Security in the last four or five years, you've seen some bump ups if you just started collecting. Are these cost of living cost adjustments? Cost of living adjustments. Okay, okay. So, so, you know, Social Security tends to help us with inflation. Pensions don't. So you want to keep an eye on that. If you're getting a pension and it's a constant, but your, your constant is cost more to pay now right. as you were five years from now, you have to have other income sources right. coming in and fulfilling that need so that you don't run out of money. I didn't think there were many pensions still left. No, the whole state of New Hampshire, teachers. Oh, yeah, okay. There's a lot of hospitals, okay. doctors, unions. Uh, you know, we see a lot of people who work in a lot of the different union trades down in Massachusetts who live up here that we meet with. And, you know, they all have potential pensions when they, when they stop okay. working. Yeah. So, yeah, they're still out there and understand the impact of how inflation can actually erode or eat away at your buying power on that money over a long period of time. And if you know that, then what you can do is actually put a plan together that says, huh, you know, maybe in seven, eight years, what I'll do is I'll have this pot of money turn on another income stream and feed me more money when I'm in retirement so I don't have to worry about that. And it's all about trying to put those plans together where the number one thing everybody worries about in retirement is running out of money. And Got so it. we have that discussion. It's like, okay, how do, what strategies, what ideas, and what's out there to help us reduce the lowest probability of that ever happening. Got it. So taking all these different risks that we've hit on last week and this week, yep. sequence risk, liquidity risk, market risk, and inflation risk all help us to put plans together for our clients so that we can address these issues going forward. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.